Hello, hello. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Okara Imani and I am just happy to be here. Uh, today I would love to talk a little bit about relationship chemistry and a little bit of my own personal musings about relationship alchemy more so in the philosophical and mysticism realm rather than (laughs) the changing of metals. (laughs) Um, So opening up today's episode, um, our opening today is blended a little bit with our mental mukbang. We're going to have a little bit of reading and discussion as we open up. Um, So in a discussion of chemistry, I personally... Have had many conversations about chemistry, physical and mental, where that stands um, between two people. Um, I know that there is one, the physical um, initial attraction, that sort of desire to be near each other, um, the casual touch that makes you feel closer as you get to know someone, um, the nonverbal communication. Um, that is like constantly flowing between two people. Um, the nonverbal communication saying, I want to be close to you. I want to know you. I want to be near you. I want to, um, (laughs) at the base of it, be of you, be one with you. Um, as you realize that you are drawn together, um, being fluent in that nonverbal communication, I think is something that drives a lot of um, chemistry, physical chemistry. Um, So first I want to pause before I read anything. I want to pause. I did Google briefly so that I wouldn't be completely um, blindly philosophizing here. Um, I did Google the definition uh, for chemistry. So it has... One, branch of science that deals with the identification of substances of which matter is composed. Okay. The investigation of their properties and the ways in which they interact. Boom. There it is. The ways in which they interact, combine, and change. Change. Keyword. Doo-doo. And the use of these processes to form new substances. The new substance being here, um, a new entity being the two people that have combined and then changed and interacted. Um, Two is... Um, a more little literal tie to our discussion, the complex emotional or psychological interaction between two people. I would say physiological as well, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, so there is chemistry. So in that, um, <laughs> for me, the um, physical chemistry is there. Okay. Um, Referencing again the philosophy of love, a partial summing up by Irving Singer. If we look at page six, where we were um, two weeks ago, speaking of the two romantic couples um, highlighted by Shakespeare in Much Ado About Nothing. Um, I think it. I think that's what it is. Much Ado. Much Ado About Nothing. Yes. Um, so there's uh, Claudio and Hero 
who have more of what you would call that physical chemistry. They feel strongly that they love each other. They are drawn to each other, infatuated with one another, all of that good stuff. And um, that attraction is valid. I think a lot of discussion surrounding chemistry these days, physical chemistry um, especially, is gaining a bit of a negative connotation which I personally believe is a little unfair because we are occupying these bodies. So to denounce that particular connection seems unfair and a little bit less than sex positive, but that's just me. Um, so there's that um, between Claudio and Harrow. And then there's also um, Benedict and Beatrice who are more of that um, intellectual, spiritual chemistry Um, They're drawn together despite feeling very much their differences and feeling challenged to understand one another, Um, but working through that challenge, um, engaging with each other, um, kind of appreciating the adventure and the fun of getting to know each other and figuring each other out and being drawn through that um, kind of ties the intellectual chemistry and the physical chemistry together pulling through that change that they find when they um, stop focusing so much on their challenges and their differences and begin to foster actual deep connection um, building on those differences. So that for me is where we start to come into Um, the portion of chemistry that is how two things interact and change um, and what they become afterwards. So for me, that portion of chemistry is where we get more into alchemy, which is a separate but related, I believe, relationship description. Um, Alchemy being something that we tend to um, think of as something mystical and kind of not really a real thing. Um, Partially, I think, in fact, to the long history of alchemy being related to changing um, one metal into another, namely gold. (laughs) Um, So we're not going to get into that today. More so the alchemy um, of relationships being that portion um, of a of a reaction between two substances where they're interacting and changing one another and the processes that form a new entity being the two of them, the pair. Um, so for alchemy, I looked up, um, just again, just on Google, bloop, bloop, um, the first description of alchemy being the medieval, medieval forerunner of chemistry based on the supposed transformation of matter. Okay, it was concerned particularly with attempts to convert base metals into gold, yada, 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 the universal elixir. We're not going for that. Um, Supposed transformation of matter, Um, seemingly magical process of transformation, creation or combination. Um, So that is where I'm connecting chemistry to alchemy as far as um, interpersonal relations are concerned Um, and they even have a little quote here finding the right person who's right for you requires a very subtle alchemy so I personally do not want to denounce physical chemistry for the sake of saying that it's base or anything like that Um, (laughs) physical chemistry's base seems to be more so in alchemy (laughs) Um, 
rather than being base itself. Um, so more so the um, building of new building of a new thing between two substances um, and that being fueled by the desire to be near, the desire to engage, to be close, um, to be one with and one um, on one accord with um, the other person. These things fuel the actual alchemy of building a brand new entity being the two of you. Um, so I just want to open up by saying all of that. Um, so for me, I think the chemistry of two people is just as valid as the alchemy of two people. Um, physical being just as valid as intellectual or spiritual um, because these things all fuel one another and it's just a butterfly eff effect of synapses after that um, into creating a new entity being the two of you if you're suited um, and you find out along the way if you're suited or not um, it takes a bit of self-awareness a lot let's not play it takes a lot of self-awareness um between the two of you at the very least one of you um to recognize where each of um where each of you connect in these different stages of chemistry and alchemy be it knowing where you stand as far as physical attraction how and if that affects and relates to your intellectual or spiritual attraction and then where that comes into how much effort and um excuse me how much work and care and time and energy the energy being another part of any science um are you going to put into building breaking down barriers and rebuilding um the entity of you two substances into a brand new um bonded form um so that is how we'll open up. This is kind of where I'm thinking today um, and where my mind is as far as um, relationships and the idea of chemistry. Um, so I'm going to go now um, into the mukbang, mental mukbang portion um, where I'll actually read some poems that relate to all of these things. So we'll kind of do um, a little bit of bookmarking back into this opening discussion. Um, at this point um, in your listening, go ahead and take a note of anything you're thinking, how you are initially reacting to me. Um, write that down, take note. I want to hear what you're thinking. I really, really want to get engaged with you all because um, I can talk to myself all day, <laughs> but this podcast, this podcast is not necessarily that. Um, so go ahead and take note of what you're thinking right now um, so we can start to build a little bit of a dialogue. Um, and on we go. All right, so opening up this discussion to some reference material um, to discuss physical attraction and physical chemistry first, I do have a poem. So we're going to go back a little bit to the discussion of physical chemistry and attraction. Um, this particular poem outlines an understanding of knowing what is that which is purely physical. Um, this poem is called Resonant Bodies. It was written by moi. Um, so we'll discuss a little bit later. 
Resonant bodies resonate highly, true. If only on the right frequency, not every wave is for you. It rings deep, the chord struck between thighs where you transcribe sweet nothings with a mouth that's only gentle when it's not speaking. Yes, their particular rhythm pushes into you. Bodies acquiesce to the goddess within, to whom they can only confess with a clashing of flesh since discordant words only remind you all you have between you are resonant bodies drawing together at any opening desiring to resolve the imbalance of the other's presence by dissolving the dissonance of this union into unison because really you only har have harmony with this one as bare ecstatic vessels pouring over and into one another each time shifting the key of your resonant bodies thank you so that clearly is more of the discussion of that physical attraction um which again i do not believe should be condemned um i think it is a part of the greater alchemy process of two individuals forming a brand new bond a brand new compound together um in philosophy of love uh, a partial summing up irving singer um, actually references plato now plato's views on love relationships and sex shift a little bit um throughout his life and his career but um, we do discuss on page 10 of Philosophy of Love, um, let's see. In the Republic, he asserts that we are all designed to search for the good. And when we are in love, the body is used in that manner as an agency of instinctual reproductive forces. We'll discuss that in one of our unicorn tales. Uh, these are what Freud would call libidinal urges toward love-making, coital sex, heterosexual specifically right now. Um, that is fine and natural, according to Plato, but not the ultimate goal of humanity. The point is to get beyond bodily imperatives in order to pursue the good as the only means through which people can fulfill their spiritual being and find what is of value and truly beautiful in life. How do you make that transition from sex-driven impulses um, to having other more elevated interests. We won't say elevated necessarily, but I do believe that it is perfectly fine to begin the process of building relationship with the physical attraction because literally that is what drew you together to begin with. Um, so for more of the um, intellectual, spiritual chemistry, being drawn to um, learn and discover each other to debate each other that's where we start getting more into the alchemy of it because once you start exploring each other's differences respecting them loving them um, growing and changing with them is when you begin more of the alchemy process to become um, a more excuse me uh, a different compound um, a different entity something new between the two of you um I have a poem that sort of addresses um, the intellectual, spiritual attraction. Something more akin to 
believing that you saw this connection and that you felt um, that alchemy process beginning and kind of being, <laughs> basically being wrong about it. Because I am emo <laughs> to my core. Um, this poem, again, isn't the bright side of what this means, but it is an illustration of what someone can feel like um, when they believe they have that intellectual and spiritual connection, when they believe it is leading to that um, building of a new chemistry, a new entity with someone, and they just happen to be wrong. Was I wrong? Mistaken? When I thought that you saw me and the goddess therein, or had I taken for granted that you saw her and yet did not want her for yourself, overconfident in myself, or intuition, dusty from being shelved so long, was I wrong? Was it only my imagination? Could it be that all I thought I'd felt had been merely a mirage of the mind, quick to melt in the heat of reality, the light of day, when I looked again just to say, but you had gone. While in my mind I replayed the moments to myself, couldn't help myself, was I wrong? Despite recent rejuvenation of womanly intuition, I fear I've misread you, could say I've misled myself. By my own desires, I measured a catalyst that really never was that which could be said was assured. I attempted to live in Sponda, assumed that the Kali in me was guiding my timing predicted a great clashing of spirits, imagining Shiva and Shakti colliding. Apprehension I'd begun to feel demanded my attention. I fought it back, refusing to acknowledge negative visions, couldn't quite place it. Even miles away, just a few days, my spirit could feel the difference. As if in a pool, ripples suddenly ceased. Contrary to what seemed natural, frequency decreased. I was wrong. Escalation I deemed Kali divine, defound to be based desire, refined, I was wrong. Blind habitual nature, mistaken for energized tantric behavior, I was wrong. I cry not for having loved you in error, but I weep for the force that I thought we were. Thank you. So again, this particular poem highlights when one has been mistaken in perceiving this sort of intellectual spiritual chemistry they thought that they saw the chemical reactions happening the synapses connecting and firing off um, leading into um, the building of a new bond a brand new compound of the two of them and they just happen to be wrong in this instance um, I mean it is a poem about me so I happen to be wrong in this instance um, but that is, I mean, beautifully, even that acknowledgement is a part of self-awareness. It's a part of learning more about your chemical makeup, your spiritual makeup, so that you can better combine with people, so that you know more what it looks like when there's um, a positive reaction taking place. Um, when there's potential for rebuilding of new compound in the process of breaking down the barriers of your differences. Um, I think it's really important, again, to acknowledge 
appreciate and um, engage with the physical, excuse me, there's a lot of things happening outside. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge, appreciate, and engage in your physical initial physical chemistry your intellectual and spiritual chemistry those things that make you want to draw together to be one with and one of um with someone i think that's very valuable um both of them um and in the process of learning and realizing those things with yourself and as you relate and interact with that other person um to begin the process of alchemy of building a new entity again the new entity being you two as a pair um, your relationship be that friendship or romantic the poems i um, read of my own happen to be um, centered in romance since that's where i wrote them that was the state of mind i wrote them in but um, i think it's important for any relationship um, the best of friends uh, similarly to the strongest romantic relationships are built between usually people who are different, people who have had to break down those barriers and rebuild together um, with love and with care and intention and purpose. Um, so I think that this is a valuable discussion to be had um, <laughs> with anyone. Um, me personally, I think I see a lot of dear, dear ones um, on my timeline and on my feed on any various um, social media platforms um, speaking on their quest in celibacy with great purposefulness, like to make sure that they are not pouring their energy into the wrong people and um, to make sure that their connections are not based in the physical. All of this is super valuable and I love the place of self-awareness it comes from, but I also personally would like to be very, very careful about condemning and um, denouncing those physical moments of chemistry, those physical bonds of chemistry. Um, they feed into and are fed by the intellectual and the spiritual. Um, and I think it's a very, very important thing to sit with yourself again, to know your own makeup so that we can better utilize these processes, chemistry and alchemy in relationships to build those healthy bonds, to build compounds that are long lasting and good for for the people involved for all parties involved um so that is my little soapbox on that and we will revisit um in another segment but right now i would love to tell you what i'm jazzed about Okay, so here's what I'm jazzed about. Um, Oddity, the lovely poetic rapper of Indianapolis, Indiana, has brought myself and a few other musician, musicians together to create a band for the beautiful purpose of bringing his album, Love Is, 
to the stage at the Steadfast Music Fest in Columbus, Ohio, this Saturday, March 9th. 3.30 p.m. is our set at Strongwater Food and Beverage. It is going to be beautiful. It's such a wonderful, wonderful album. It's such a, I don't know, it's so introspective. I love when people are writing introspectively because the more into your own awareness you get in your writing, the more people are able to see themselves in it. Um, so hashtag love is by the way um so we'll be doing that this saturday march 9th in columbus ohio i have a dear friend who's coming to meet us um and see the show i know indianapolis's own fee ray is going as well to show some love and get his travel bug sated because uh, we know he likes to bounce around um so it's gonna be super super dope it's a beautiful album it will touch you you will also rock to it um it's gonna be dope so that is posted all over the place on facebook and instagram but i'll be sharing a little bit more of that stuff just so you have flyers and whatnot in front of you um i'm gonna go ahead and sneak into my calendar here really quickly <laughs> while i can um march 14th be squared brian barber i get to um help mr brian barber be squared um present his beautiful love child of an album um reflections to a very select group of people now i'm telling you i'm jazzed about this but i can't tell you any details i'm sorry i love you though um this is a private um sort of invitation only um album release um it's very dear to mr b squared so i am honored to be a part i will be singing something um a piece that's meant to unite the room in love and self and trust um so I'm really honored to be used as a vessel in that way um, to channel all of that into the audience as we prepare them for um, Mr. B Squared's album. Um, so that's something I'm jazzed about as well. I just can't really tell you anything about it. Um, I'm also jazzed about singing a wedding. Um, my cousin has been engaged for a few months now and the wedding is the 16th so or excuse me the 17th i'm leaving that weekend on the 16th um the wedding is the 17th yes it's saint patrick's day but you know what are you gonna do <laughs> he's always been a jokester so this makes sense to me um so yeah i'll get to sing a wedding which is one of my most favorite 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 things to do um it's going to be beautiful. They're beautiful. So I'm jazzed about that as well. Again, that has nothing to do with you either, but I'm excited about it. So I'm telling you anyway. Um, let's see. Oh, March 23rd, I will be um, assisting DJ Cleopatra in her event, The, uh, the Portal. Uh, so I will be helping to open up that entire event um, to set again. I'll be used as a vessel to kind of set the mood, set some intentions to give us some purpose for joining together in that day. Um, again, I'm honored to do something like that. I think that's a beautiful thing to ask someone to do is to use their, their loving talent and gift 
to set intention and love for an event. I, I don't know. I think that's wonderful. So um, I'll have more more information on that on all the social medias. Um, but the portal is March 23rd. Um, so I'm super excited about that as well. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. April. Oh, dear. April. Well, girl, that I have accepted into the lineup for both. Um, April 20th, 2019. The um, square vinyl. Let's square vinyl. So I'm going to get on stage um, at the square cat vinyl for a very long time because they have such beautiful um, energy in there and uh, it's a wonderful, loving place. Um, so Woo Girl Fest. Woo-hoo. Uh, we're we doing that. Yes, girl power, black girl magic, hashtag, super stuff. Um, and let's see. One other thing, I think, for the month of April. Um, Dead Silence. Ooh, the epic. The Nickelodeon writer and the Deep Dead Silence is doing his album release on the 27th. Six or seven, I can't tell. Um, because of my own stuff. Um, but I'm on one of his, and I need to just go to April 27th. Um, absolutely. Um, and also, before we back at um, the theme of the another food concert with the theme of swing and music. So I'll be doing a small set for that. I'm going to get some delicious, peppy, fling, satisfying food concert. Uh, bring, boo, bring a bestie. It doesn't matter. Talk for a newness. And so I can be with you. Um, so she can blow your tummy, which is uh, great. Um, so now that I've got all amped up, we'll the again, we'll be seeing all this stuff on the social media as well. Um, we will move into the next segment. All right, all right, time for a Zodiac moment. Um, so for this episode, I have been seeing so much about the relationships between Libra and Aries. <laughs> so speaking of the alchemy of relationships, these two are an alleged power couple, largely in part to their differences. Um, so there's a few memes and snapshots that I've taken over the past few days that have all been lining up with one another. Um, the first one is one from Lickety Split Libra. <laughs> so I can't speak to this firsthand, but secondhand. It um, is like a PSA from, I believe, it's Libra. No, 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 no. It's a shot at a few different signs. Hold on. Do do do. It's Aries and someone else. Leo. <laughs> I think Aries, Leo, and something else. Um, due to personal reasons, I will be completely going off the fucking rails. <laughs> It's Aries, Leo, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Goodness, due to personal reasons, I will be going completely off the fucking rails. I feel like that's legit. Like, you won't know what the reasons are, but they'll be like, this is what I'm doing today, so get out of the way. (laughs) I've seen my mom do this. My mom is an Aries. I've seen this so many times. Uh, and you won't know what the personal reasons are. You'll be like, where, what are we doing today? Why? What? (laughs) And you have no idea. I feel like the major difference between these signs listed, Aries included, uh, and like signs like myself, like Libra, 
is that you'll know the reason i'm gonna like i'm gonna tell you all the feels this is how i got here this is why i feel like this now this is how i think i'm gonna feel after i tell you this like there's so many details whereas for someone like aries it's like okay well you don't know why but this is why i'm going off the rails and it's a personal reason the end and you'll never see it coming (laughs) i feel like that's legit I'm not sure if you can speak to that or if you agree. You might disagree, but I just, I feel like I've seen it so many times. Um, I personally, I don't know. I'm skeptical about the Libra-Aries pairing just because I do have a very, very Aries mother. Um, And like, that's a handful. Like, I know I can be a handful. I will give you that. However... Aries is like I'll say an Aries woman because that's what I know is an Aries woman is like a different kind of handful like I'd be like whew my nerve I can't oh my gosh we go out and it's like where does she go now what who is this new friend okay so what all right wait a minute now we're making that work. it's like it's so much like catch up and and like it's, cool. it's so much actually it's I don't know if I'd make it. I don't it. Alchemy. I don't know. I follow underscore Zodiac on Instagram. And I snagged a couple of their uh, their posts. They have kind of markers on each post of like what angle they're looking at the sign. I saved one. It was what signs enjoy. And so I'm just going to read the Aries and the Libra so we can look at so Aries um what the sign enjoys being expressive sports moving around impulses facts facts, facts. <laughs> I've been in Aries I've just been living an Aries entire life so I have some facts <laughs> um she's very impulsive super expressive which I can do um, personally this is what I can't really relate to um moving around having this in the of me <laughs> that's real uh for Libra what sign enjoys Again, honest, lovely, pretty things. I do love things. That goes for people, too. <laughs> I'm a sucker for faces. I'm a sucker for pretty in, too. I'm pretty sure why I've been to the K-pop scene as far as, like, something I wanted to watch in my free time and whatnot is uh, such pretty, pretty, pretty men. <laughs> and I love, I love that dynamic, like, super pretty men and then, like, a woman that I can call handsome. Like, I love that. Androgyny is really my thing, but we'll talk about that. We'll just all that leads up to androgyny, but we'll talk about it in another episode. <laughs> um, so, Libra, um, honesty, love, pretty things, relationships, attraction, crushes, tranquility, and the little things. These are all facts to me. I like. I don't know. I find so much joy in like the tiniest shit, and the act of being attracted to someone feeling their attraction um having a crush attempting to move a crush from that realm into an actual interactive relationship of some kind i love that um i'm honest to a fault sometimes and then unless i'm lying to myself which happens sometimes but not a whole whole bunch these days but it still happens sometimes (laughs) So I think the contrast there is like for Libra, it's the little things, tranquility, that sense of peace, um, pretty things. And then for Aries, it's like impulsive, moving around, living in the moment, boom, boom, bam. (laughs) I can't relate. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's one of the big contrasts I see personally in Aries and Libra um, as far as dating is concerned. Uh, so our particular alchemy process would have to be quite intensive. Um, I have seen that with another sign. I've seen that with Sagittarius, just like there's a lot of effort and care that goes into that because there are so many differences. Um, so I don't know. Um, there's another one. Um, let's see. The opposite, opposite signs. So let's see if I can find that. The opposite sign. Oh, I don't know where I put that. <laughs> Oops, so we'll skip to what signs look forward to. Um, which Again, I'm saving all these things, so I really wish it was like all in one spot, but it's it's a lot of collecting data. Uh, let's see. We'll pause for a moment. <laughs> okay, so I found it. <laughs> it literally says opposite signs. Aries creates chaos. Libra creates peace. It says it flat out. I am not the first one to chart this pattern, okay? That's what, that's what the Zodiac is to me. A bunch of patterns being charted out. I did not say it first but i do agree aries creates chaos libra creates peace that is literally how i feel <laughs> sometimes when i'm in a space with my mom i love this woman to death but sometimes i feel like there's so much unnecessary chaos be it in a conversation or a situation that i'm just like can we please pause <laughs> can we sit down can we start over i wasn't ready let's not do that <laughs> so i think that's a lot of my skepticism as far as the pairing i don't know that it's skepticism so much as like woof i'm tired already just thinking about it <laughs> just i'm tired just thinking about especially an aries woman because i'm already weak to women as it is okay so to be engaged with a, another Aries woman that I'm actually trying to like date and build that kind of relationship with I don't know I just don't know if I could survive okay my little Libra heart she's tired already <laughs> I'm already exhausted although I mean I can't say that it wouldn't be fun but uh, I don't know I just whew, it makes me tired it makes me so tired <laughs> Uh, let's see. I can't find the other one right now, so I'll probably just leave it at that. Um, but again, I'm sure with full knowledge of my own composition and and their full knowledge of their own composition, whatever Aries I may find to date and possibly love you know it would be a rather intensive process of alchemy it would be 
we would have to be on that Benedict and Beatrice tip where it's like, okay, we have all these differences. Okay, it's frustrating. You're annoying. You're the worst. Okay, Oxlow, you're kind of cute. And then, okay, the things that you drive me crazy are also the things that I dig. That tends to be um, the sort of dynamic I'm drawn to anyway. I very much like people that are very different from me. I'm usually drawn to people who are very different from me. Um, that idea that opposites attract. I don't know. It's, I mean, on one hand, it's actual science. On the other hand, it's philosophical science as well. Like, it's social science. <laughs> opposites do attract. Um, I personally enjoy it because I do feel like I learn, grow, and develop more when the person is very different from me. Um, I can't have another, people literally call me a fairy and like, like that floats around and I can't have another one of those. I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> I've never encountered another Libra that I was actually, that I actually had the potential to date. So I don't know. Um, but, uh, it would probably be better off with the super chaotic Aries just because, I don't know, I feel more comfortable building on those differences than, uh, I don't know, it's harder, <laughs> it's definitely harder, um, because it does feel like you are, you can see the bonds building and the barriers breaking down and the struggle and the push and pull, it's definitely a lot more work, it's kind of like that preaching to the choir idea, it's a lot easier to relate and interact with people who already agree with you, but that push and pull of someone who's different from you and has a different perspective i much 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 more value that in a romantic setting um for friends it usually works out that obviously we have a lot in common as friends but still in the way we see things and the way we approach things it's usually very different some of my best friends like my my best friend cousin uh she's super different from me i can't think of her sign right now um one of my best friends is Cancer Sun and Libra Moon, and I'm the I'm the reverse of that. And we get along really well. We are very different. We do approach things very differently. But these, again, are some of my best friends because you can't be too similar or else nothing new will happen, <laughs> I think. So I think that's the power of alchemy, um, being very different and, and creating something different, something great. Um, if you have too many of the same parts, you're not really creating a new compound, are you? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. That's my that's my tie-in for the Zodiac moment. Because I just kept seeing this shit about Aries and Libra. And I had to say something out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I'll go ahead and close that now. So in closing, um, as far as relationships as a science, as building bonds, as chemistry and alchemy, as in any science, <laughs> relationships and the alchemy and chemistry therein require what any Libra has been trying to tell you. <laughs> they require balance. Um, and I think a lot of what folks are actually seeking 
or rather what they actually need and the core of them, what they're seeking, is that balance. I believe that's why the opposite attract concept remains valid to this day. And I believe that um, is a part of why I personally, as a person and as a Libra, (laughs) am always drawn to people who are very different from me. I absolutely adore it when when I relate to others um, in a very close way and when we have similarities. But when I'm building bonds, like lifelong, there's got to be that catalyst the catalyst is usually the challenge of your differences and how you see the world and how you approach the world um, because that informs how you interact with one another and when it's different you're learning something you're changing and you're firing off the synapse that will actually set off the chemical changes between you um, altering how you know yourself and how you see yourself by seeing yourself through that person who is different from you that um, that being the catalyst in the chemical reaction that changes you from two individuals with two individual makeups into a brand new compound a brand new entity of the two of you um so this has been uh an analysis of that concept um with me Uh, I would love to um, send you off with something today Um, I'll be doing an episode here soon that is fully based on you asking me 30 questions and I will be as absolutely honest as I possibly can to my own knowledge Um, so I want to open that up as we close this episode. Um, I want to say that I love you and I would love to see you love you too. And I would love to see you take that love of self and understanding of self and allow that to build love with someone else. Cause that's a beautiful thing. My name is Okara Imani. And I am just happy to be here.